Hey, welcome, friends. It's uh, hour two, hourly with Bowerly on uh, <laughs> News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the show. It is uh, Tuesday. I appreciate you uh, being here, especially during the uh, Christmas week and, of course, the third uh, night of Hanukkah coming up at sunset tonight. And uh, good to be here 10 minutes after 3 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, if uh, you're just joining us, I just want to run over what we talked about the opening hour of the program. And again, I, I just I want to put in this caveat because, look, uh, I've lived here all but three years of my life. Many of you have lived here for decade after decade after decade. And we certainly have seen our share of storms that were supposed to be massive. Storms that were supposed to have a huge impact on your life. And then you wake up in the morning and nothing is going on. And you're kind of relieved, but you also feel maybe a little bit cheated. So here's here's the bottom line, okay? We're sharing this information with you, but at the same time, we recognize, and Wenger and I are both sticklers on this, we recognize it's December, it's Buffalo. And it snows, and it gets wintry. So we want to give you the information, but at the same time, we're also not in panic mode. We're not uh, uh, We're not saying the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Whatever happens, we're going to get through it. But we don't believe in hyping weather for the sake of hyping weather, and we're really serious about that. I just I want to tell you what the uh, forecast says. And as I'm going through this, I'm not a meteorologist, but the questions that we had for Andy Parker were so good. And I'm going to put a question out there. I don't know if anybody's going to call in on this. I certainly hope you do. It makes my job easier. But what are you most concerned about missing out on this Saturday and Sunday if it comes to that? In, in your own personal life, what are you most concerned about in terms of travel, in terms of plans that you had? For example, the one lady we had calling in um, about uh, church services. Christmas Eve is, I don't need to tell anybody this, Christmas Eve is absolutely jam-packed with people. There are so many churches who schedule extra masses. They don't see you, they haven't seen you since Easter, but they schedule extra masses on Christmas Eve. And frankly, I wonder if the services are going to come off as planned or if they're not. I'm sure the bishop uh, of the Roman Catholics is following this very, very closely, and I'm sure all of the uh, leaders of the local faith community with a Christian orientation um, are also following this weather situation because, uh, let's face it, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day are big for attendance, and everybody's got bills to pay Christmas Eve and Christmas Day are also big days for donations, or you want to call it revenue in business terms. But this would be a, uh, a, a terrible blow, especially to some of the churches that are just barely managing to scrape by. So uh, obviously we can be concerned about that. I uh, don't know what decisions will be made. Whatever decisions are made, I'm sure they're going to make them in what they believe to be the best uh, interest of public safety and uh, yourself. And many of you who go to church are doing it online. So in some respects, maybe the COVID era was uh, preparation for what might, and again, underline might, happen this weekend. Now, 
Let me run through this. The uh, phone number to get on the air, by the way, as we do this, is 803-0930. That's 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, this uh, storm situation, some people are calling it a generational storm, okay? Like Connor McDavid, a generational talent. Um, some people are saying, I mean, I'd say Tage Thompson too, but I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. But anyway, um, this is going to be the entire Great Lakes region. It's going to be one of those storms. Now, obviously, geography means that different places are going to be affected by different things at different times. And the direction of wind for Buffalo and western New York to have lake effect snow is different than it is for Chicago. You've ever landed in Chicago, you can certainly see the geography laid out right underneath you. But anyway, unless you're sitting in the aisle seat, in which case, you know, it's always a little awkward to lean forward to try to catch a glimpse out the window. But anyway, Thursday night into Friday morning, okay? Thursday night into Friday morning, steady rain is going to fall. We're talking like maybe a half inch of rain. Thursday night into Friday morning. Rain, rain, rain. Then what's going to happen Friday morning, 8 to 10 a.m., is the rain is going to change over to a snowy, slushy mixture, okay? And right about the same time, 8 to 10, mid-morning on Friday, as the rain converts to snow and slush, you're going to see the temperatures are going to nosedive. Temperatures are going to drop from the 40s, when we have the rain, to the teens. And a flash fr- uh, a flash freeze uh, is coming mid-morning because those temperatures will be going from the 40s into the teens. Now, at that point, and we're talking about Friday here, you can expect winds to start gusting to 40 to 50 miles an hour. That is is Friday. Now, as we head into late Friday evening, okay, late Friday evening into Saturday morning, those winds that had been gusting from 40 to 50 miles an hour will increase to 60 to 65 miles an hour. Yes, 60 to 65 miles an hour. And those kinds of winds are sufficient to cause power outages, and frankly, widespread power outages, 60 to 65 miles an hour. Continuing with uh, what meteorologist Andy Parker had to tell us, uh, Saturday, the wind is going to continue. Okay, Early on, the wind is going to continue at uh, 60 to 65 miles an hour. And on top of the wind, Saturday morning, Christmas Eve morning, we're going to get lake effect snow. And here's the thing. Visibility is going to be a real issue on Saturday, okay? Got the wind, and you've got the lake snow, and that means that the snow is going to be coming down horizontally. It's going to be coming down sideways, like Family Guy. It's raining sideways! Uh, It's going to be snowing sideways on Saturday. And the big issue, again, is going to be the visibility. The visibility, and then the visibility. Um, the winds are going to drop off as the day moves on on Saturday, otherwise known as Christmas Eve. And that is what we know so far, okay? Sunday, 
going to see still some lake effect. Uh, winds will be tapering off, and it obviously is going to be below freezing. But here's how this works. And look, you know this, just stating the obvious here. Call me Captain Obvious. But uh, the closer we get to an actual weather event, the more accurate the forecast is is going to be. Now, Andy Parker made it very clear that we are absolutely, positively going to be hit by something this weekend. The question is, how severe is it going to be? People ask Andy Parker, the meteorologist, they say, well, how much snow are we going to receive? And the fact of the matter is, when you have winds of 60 to 65 miles an hour, you really can't measure it. Uh, it's difficult. And it, it's been a while, I think, since we've had that kind of uh, wind and, and, and the lake effect snow. But you know how last weekend, you look out your window right now and you see nice, flat snow. It was evenly distributed snow. It was uh, almost picture perfect, just a blanket of snow. Well, this weekend, it isn't going to be that way. This weekend, because of the winds, you're going to see areas where the ground is bare, except for the slushy mixture that freezes during the flash freeze, and then you'll see drifts of snow. And depending on where you live, you probably know where the drifts are most likely to form on your property or in your driveway. Um, but you get into some snow drifts, and again, we don't know how much snow is going to come down with the lake effect at this point, but some of those snow drifts, when we have um, a lot of heavy winds and snow, can be rather large, and some of them almost look like waves. You ever see those snow drifts that almost look like somebody took a picture of a wave in Hawaii? It's almost like you want to see a little uh, uh, surfer on top of it, practically. But that is what the uh, weekend forecast is. And just so you know, uh, Mr. Wenger and I have already discussed this. Um, If, and again, this is an if, guys, because I don't know the answer. Uh, Andy Parker doesn't know the answer. All he can do is forecast based on the data he happens to have right now, okay? Uh, More data is arriving constantly, and things are going to be updated constantly. But we're definitely going to see something Saturday and Sunday. It's definitely going to be something. But when and how bad, those are open questions at this point. But, you know, many of you have have travel plans. Uh, We had a caller earlier who said uh, her daughter's coming in from New York City. And I find myself in the exact same situation. My daughter is hanging out in Brooklyn right now, and she and her cousin are going to be driving from Brooklyn to Buffalo. So, obviously, if you've got somebody coming in from Philly, New York City, Boston, any place to the east. Now, first of all, if you have somebody coming in from Philadelphia, tell them to turn around and go back to where they came. Back from where they started, okay? Sorry, little eagles angst. But... And Flyers' resentment from 1975. But uh, that obviously is a concern. Some of you have relatives who live in another Great Lakes area, such as northern Michigan. You know, the same area Kid Rock sang about in all summer long. Well, we're a long way from summer right now. And driving in from northern Michigan, to be very honest with you, based on what Andy Parker was saying, in, in your position, I know it's Tuesday right now, but... If there's any way that you can talk your relatives into getting on the road earlier, that probably would be a good idea. If I, let's put it this way, 
If I was in New York City right now and I wanted to be in Buffalo in time for Christmas and I was driving, I would probably leave tomorrow, but certainly I would not leave any later than Thursday because why put yourself in a situation where you are going to be um, basically at the whim and caprice of Mother Nature and given a choice between driving on the New York State Thruway on a day like today or tomorrow or Thursday versus Saturday or Friday, I'm going to take the sooner the better as far as I'm concerned. Also, with uh, your airline situation, uh, definitely stay abreast of that. And it's very, very difficult to... Uh, get a hold of a real, live, living human being anymore on the phone in case you need to cancel or rearrange a flight. That's why when Frontier announced that it was d- doing away with its live customer service, I was very disappointed because when we were in Florida for the Buffalo Bills game back in September and along came the hurricane, we, thank God, were able to switch our flight from Wednesday to Monday cost us 800 extra dollars, but if you've ever been stranded in an airport for a long time and we had no idea what was going to happen with the hurricane, uh, you'd pay eight grand to get out of that situation, even if you had to put it on a bunch of credit cards. There's just nothing less fun, I think, than being in the middle of, uh, uh, of an airport with uh, lots of uh, sweaty people trying to get somewhere and becoming probably not the nicest uh, that they're ever going to be. So as far as driving... Look, I'm not you. I don't know what your individual situation happens to be or anybody close to you. But as far as I'm concerned, the sooner the better. And like I said, if I were driving from New York City to Buffalo, I would be on the road tomorrow. And I certainly would be here or on the road no later than Thursday. Again, you know what the weather is going to be. Your loved ones know what the forecast happens to be. And sometimes you have to be proactive, and maybe even though some of us don't like making last-minute changes or last-minute alterations to travel plans, sometimes you got to look at the available information and say, well, if I can avoid a lot of headaches and stress by leaving before I thought I was going to leave, that's what I'm going to do. So, I don't know, maybe you're the same way, maybe you're not, but Christmas is such a special time of year and it's a, I tell you, it's a very sad feeling to be stranded somewhere knowing that your family is enjoying Christmas Eve or Christmas and there you are stuck in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, it happened to me back in 1989. And in some ways, obviously, it was a very memorable Christmas, but in other ways, that's a memory I'd rather not have because not only was I stuck in Jacksonville, I didn't know when I was getting out. And I had a job to start in St. Louis, so I was going to Buffalo first. But that was, uh, shall we say, a little bit on the uncomfortable side. It is uh, 325 at News Radio 930 WBEN. I was thinking, too, that uh, one of the things you might want to do, if we've got winds 60 to 65 miles an hour, um, you probably want to make sure that your cell phone is charged to the max at all times. Make sure that your cell phone charger is working. Make sure that your car cell phone charger is working. That's a nice backup sometimes, but uh, make sure that your car charger is working because you've ever been in a situation where you've got a car charger, so you think, and yet 
you're on the phone with AAA, and you're watching battery go from 10%, 9%, 8%, and then it nosedives from there. Uh, it's a very humbling and very frustrating experience. So keep the cell phones charged. Also, something that uh, you might want to keep an eye on is the gas in your car. Sandy Beach, many years ago, I a Buffalo radio guy, legend of the industry, but Sandy Beach used to say, look, in the wintertime, he, Sandy Beach, would never let his gas tank go underneath half a tank. Never below half a tank. Frankly, don't you think those are good words to live by? Because you have no idea what's going to happen in winter. And now we've got some idea of what the forecast is for a Christmas weekend. Probably a very good idea to make sure that that gas tank does not dip below a half a tank. Again, you never know what's going to happen. So, and by the way, if power goes out, how do you think you're going to get gas? You're, you're not. If the power dies, you, unless you've got your own oil well and refining capabilities, uh, it's going to be very difficult. Of course, those of you with electric, electric vehicles, if the power goes out, I don't know where you're going to go. I have no idea. But uh, if you have any... Um, uh, concerns, uh, individual concerns with your situation, whether it is a relative coming in from out of town, whether it is uh, what might happen in the event of a power outage, maybe suggestions for how people should prepare for something like this. That might happen, okay? There is a we're, – we're certainly going to see some bad weather, how bad it is for how long, how much snow, we just don't know right now. But I, I'd love to talk to you about this because a lot of you guys come up with things that I never would have thought of in a million years. And Andy Parker said at the beginning of our interview that some of the school superintendents are actually considering not opening up on Friday out of concern of getting the kids home safe and sound after the uh, flash freeze that's going to happen uh, mid-morning on Friday. So that might be something that is going to happen in the not-too-distant future. I'm sure the superintendents will make uh, the announcement just as quickly as they can. The uh, phone number for you, get, um, to, for you to get on board is 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. It is Bowerly with you on a Tuesday and again, not trying to hype the weather in the least. Do want to share with you the available information we have, but just keep in mind, I don't like it when people hype weather. Tim Wenger doesn't like it when people hype weather. And since I work for Tim, I want to keep Tim happy. But I also got to keep myself happy and keep you guys happy. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. This is still one of your favorite Christmas songs. My uh, brother, Dick Bowerly, uh, was talking about this uh, when he last filled in, and uh, he always liked this one. I think he did a little uh, informational bit on the guy who played guitar in that song, as I recall. But anyway, if you're just joining us, welcome. It is Bowerly, and we talked with Andy Parker the first hour of today's program, the meteorologist. And I would strongly suggest, if you did not hear it, that you go to WBEN.com and check it out. We had him on 
the entire broadcast hour from about eight minutes after two all the way to 2.55. And we're going to have him on tomorrow, same time. And if you're just joining us, I'm not going to go through the entire forecast uh, again at this point, but we may be in for a very um, stormy, wintry weekend. And we may see power outages if the wind is as it is expected to be, start getting to 60, 65 miles an hour, and it is not uncommon to see widespread power outages. Kind of ironic. How many How many of you got your letter from National Grid yesterday saying, we'll be in your neighborhood doing routine tree, ma- routine tree maintenance? And then they give you a date. Think by it's January 3rd. Yeah. But they the uh, ever since the October surprise storm, the uh, power companies, I think, have done a much better job at proactively dealing with trees around power lines because that turned into a cluster, an absolute cluster. But the uh, they've been a lot more, I think, uh, um, yeah, I guess proactive is still the best word uh, with which I can arrive uh, thinking about that. Now, if, if you're just joining us, welcome to the show. If we do get a nasty weather weekend, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, uh, we here at WBEN will offer you full coverage and the latest in breaking news and information about any storm we may get. And, uh, yep, I believe <laughs> Tim Wenger and I started talking to each other about this uh, this morning. Basically, a what-if situation because Tim has to do the scheduling for the entire radio station. Um, and we're certainly, believe me, uh, we are certainly not. If we are needed because there is a bad storm situation, it doesn't matter whether it's Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. We're going to make sure that you are covered. And some people, you know, some people don't have anybody around anymore. Some of the younger people have seen all their friends and maybe family move away. Some of the older people, a combination of moving away and really moving away, as in for good, like forever. And people, especially around the holidays, and especially if the weather gets bad, there are some folks who appreciate a somewhat familiar voice, and we here at WBEN uh, are that voice. And if we need to be, we will be here uh, bringing you everything you uh, need to know and allowing you a chance to listen to what your friends and neighbors are saying and allowing you a chance to uh, call in and tell us what's going on by you. But again, just, uh, you know, it, you, you always walk a fine line doing this because, as I've said repeatedly, maybe too much, but you want to make sure that people who listen to the station have an idea of what very well could happen in the forecast. But you also don't want to be, this is going to be the storm of the millennium. I mean, how many times have we heard that? Uh, you don't you don't want to be that person either. So you got to walk a balance. Basically, what you're going to get from us is you're going to get the facts. Uh, you're going to get a lot of uh, clarification as far as this is what we know. Here is the probability of X, Y, or Z happening. And that's just that's just the way eh, that's just the way to do it because you don't want to why why freak people out it it is what it is and do any of you listening to this show uh, have any particular circumstances uh, relative to yourself and how any Christmas Eve or Christmas Day weather shenanigans might be affected and you know, we had a caller. Uh, in the previous hour, who brought up the idea of 
uh, church services on Christmas Eve. What is going to happen with those when it comes right down to it? Uh, what will be done? And as I mentioned earlier, the online worship has proven to be a big hit with an awful lot of people. Mom goes to uh, church every single day, now every, every single week. And if she can't actually physically get to church, uh, she'll take part in the services online, which was uh, a byproduct, if you will, of uh, COVID. And for those of you who are ministers at some of the smaller churches uh, or priests at some of the smaller parishes, this has got to be mm, some pretty bad news for you because everybody wants to go to church on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And you add masses, you add services, many of you, so that your parishioners can worship and not feel squished together like sardines <laughs> happen to be. Um, and it, it, I, I have to imagine that donations are very, very big on Christmas Eve and on Christmas Day because you have to make up for the 50 other Sundays in a year you don't go, right? I'm not counting Easter. But um, it's, it's got to affect the bottom line. And churches, like any other place, like any other establishment, they've got to pay for their water, they've got to pay for their electric, their heat, um, buying light bulbs. There are a lot of expense items uh, in the budget for a, a church, and you just hate to see this opportunity for donations, um, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, uh, I, just, I hope that they don't have to do away with that, but if if the, they'll, they'll make the decision that is right uh, for them, and if you are uh, part of the faith community, you know that you'll make a decision that's right for yourself and, most importantly, for your uh, parishioners' health and safety. But it, it, you, as, as you listen to everything that I've laid out on WBEN during the past couple of hours, how, how many of you have certain shall we say, special circumstances, special circumstances when it comes to this holiday weekend. Is Aunt Flo coming in from Florida? Do you have somebody driving in from Dorset, Massachusetts, What or Plymouth, Massachusetts? And you can talk about what a disappointment Plymouth Rock is as a tourist attraction. What is the, uh, you know, what, what's the story with you as far as this weekend why are you concerned about what the weather is going to do this weekend? Because, frankly, as you well know, so many people travel by air. So many people still travel by automobile. And the visibility on Saturday, Christmas Eve, with the lake effect snow is going to be utterly, it's going to be utterly atrocious. You're not going to be able to see as well as you usually do. So that's something to, I'd say, keep an eye on. But then people would think I'm trying to make some kind of a, a silly pun joke, and I'm really not. Maybe you've got some suggestions uh, for people about how they should prepare for any winter event. We don't know for sure what's going to happen this coming weekend. We don't have a clue. But some of the things that you pick up along the way and stay with you, like, uh, again, I have to refer to Sandy Beach, um, Sandy uh, first of all, the beginning of every winter would put a box of Pop-Tarts into his winter vehicle because if he got stranded, if he got stuck, he wanted to make sure that he had a snack ready to go. And is there anything better, not to mention more nutritious, than a Pop-Tart? I think not. And the good, the good part about Pop-Tarts uh, pop is that uh, 
in the event they don't get eaten during the winter, oh, they last forever. Oh, and those little sealed envelopes, well, almost forever. So uh, you might have advice like, and again, Sandy Beach, don't let your gas tank go underneath a half tank worth of gasoline. The minute it hits the half mark, you make sure you refill it and top it off. I, to me, that's that's a great idea because if we do run into a power outage situation, then you're not going to be able to get gasoline. And as far as electric vehicles, I have no idea what you do if the power goes out and you need to get somewhere in a hurry and you've got no more charge left in your car. It's got to be a very helpless feeling. Uh, let's get to the calls on WBEN. Here is Gary in Lockport. Gary, welcome to the program, and you, sir, are on. What do you have for us? Uh, Gary, are you with us? Uh, something seems to have happened with the phones here, Josh. Uh, Josh is now moving frantically. He's now coming into the room. He's now going to press a button, and now he's going to press another button. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there we go. Thank, uh, thank Josh Schmidt for that. Josh, did I do something wrong? Yeah, it's probably you. Oh, <laughs> thanks a lot, man. Thanks for having my back. Uh, you're on del- I probably did because I am a moron. It, it's pretty pathetic when even the simple act of touching something with my finger has now become an accomplishment. You're on WBEN. How are we doing today? Oh, it's yeah, a great so, day. Uh, you know, I've been watching the weather, and uh, it doesn't look great. So my daughter was actually flying in from Tokyo on Friday into Chicago O'Hare. So I went to do some uh, flight changing around because I was a little worried about the airport being closed. And it looks like Friday is going to be the worst day, but I was able to change it to Thursday. Now it just looks like the Thursday afternoon flight from Chicago to Buffalo might be a little iffy. Uh, well, obviously, they're further to the west than we are, so the weather system is going to hit them before it hits us in Buffalo. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I'm still a little nervous, so hopefully uh, everything goes well because the last thing I want to be doing on Christmas Eve is driving to Chicago and back. No, no. And you know what, Gary? Um, Chicago Airport, I know somebody who got stranded at Chicago Airport, and while they were asleep, they were relieved of their laptop and their cell phone. And oh, the great, great, Yeah, great. And, and the cops at the Chicago airport could not have cared less. No empathy, yeah. no sympathy, no nothing. And uh, frankly, you know, people like that that give the badge a bad name. Yeah, well, hopefully, you know, everything goes well and, uh, you know, she'll make it home for the holidays. It's a long flight. Yeah, Tokyo, what is that, 24 hours, a full day in the air? No, actually, she leaves at 10.40 a.m., and she's, like, flying back in time and arrives in Chicago <laughs> at 7.40 a.m. <laughs> uh, that's always a fun flight to make. So just out of yeah. curiosity, what was she doing in Tokyo, and for how long has she been gone? Uh, she's been gone for about a year. She's going to school. Really? Does she speak Japanese? Yeah, that's what she's going to school for. Are you? Oh, what a great idea. How's she doing with it? Uh, she loves it. Uh, I have no idea how. I tried learning how to say two uh, two beers. I mean, I can say two cerve- two cervezas, no problem. But I don't know how you can say two beers in Japanese yet. I, you know what? I absolutely <laughs> don't have a clue. But uh, that's that's really, you know, that that's that's really terrific. You know, if she had joined the military and qualified for the. Uh, uh, what is it, Monterey, the, the foreign language school that they have, the military will teach you any language in the world. It's a total immersion program, and you'll end up being fluent after about a year. That's very cool. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, jobs that uh, you know that you can get hired for for speaking Japanese. So, But anyways, I figured I'd just bring that up and just let you know that we're, what we're up against. And, no, that's uh, cool. I appreciate it. Gary, I appreciate I, I, it. 
I did look it up, and during the holiday weekend, from the 23rd to the 24th, Chicago O'Hare has over 900,000 people to fly into that airport. Good Lord. I just so, hope they're all Bills fans. <laughs> I do, especially Saturday. Go Bills. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate it. Good luck to your daughter. Wow. What a, what a cool thing. Uh, my daughter studied... <laughs> My daughter studied in Italy for half a semester. You know how many Italian words she came back speaking? Zero. <laughs> Zero. How is that even possible? Go to Rich in uh, Lakeview. Rich, uh, listening to what might happen this weekend weather-wise, what, what do you have going on in, in your life or your family situation uh, on which you're keeping a special eye? Well, you know what? First of all, I, I think without anybody coming in, you know, turning Japanese or what have you from uh, from Tokyo, it's going to be right now we are looking forward to the first um, normal, quote unquote, Christmas season since the beginning of COVID. And we had plans and actually some elderly relatives of ours were going to make their first foray out to celebrate the season in the last couple of years. And now we're, we're thinking, you know, proactively, you know, the drive from Chicago to Lakeview, uh, it, it might not be easy. And, you know, it really turned real for me when I find Barley scheduling himself to work on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and without, without any uh, derriere embouchure on you, um, this Saturday I had to drive from Lakeview up to the 290. And with skeleton crews on the weekend working, you know, in local media, it was very hard to get anything out of that. And, um, you know, it's a ble- actually it's a curse and a blessing because if you're if Wenger is even giving you a shift, you know, it's going to be real because, you know, they pull out the big dogs for that. But what I was calling, I was worried about. Well, it. Time, time out. Let me let me just interrupt. Uh, no, if the weather is bad, I will be here. If if the situation warrants it, I will be here. Wenger's going to be here. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people that, that come into play. But that's all, <coughs> excuse me. That is only a contingency plan. Well, you know what? Let's hope we don't have to pull that cord or break that glass because you know this. Uh, looking, you know what? What's the cyclone bomb? The gradient pressure looks like before the blizzards of 77 and the Midwestern blizzard of 78. But one of the things I'm worried about now that I'll be in my 60s when it happens, to hear about the legislation in New York about making all appliances electric by 2030. Oh. Uh, I remember the ice storm of the uh, spring of 76 and the blizzard of 77. Gas appliances growing up in Lackawanna were our lifeline for great portions we had no uh, electric, and it was our heating and our cooking. You know, I'll begin well into my 60s when this happens, but I have, uh, okay, my more nefarious thing. I think it's easier to have smart electric to be shut off than smart gas in needed parts. But listen, in an event like this, having a gas appliance in the house to, number one, keep you warm and or provide sustenance is going to be a big deal. And I'm, I'm worried because 2030 is right around the corner, and God willing, we'll all be here. Well, you're right. Unfortunately, I have reached the point, Rich, where I don't understand New York State anymore. I don't understand the legislation. I, I don't get it. It is knee-jerk. It's asinine. It makes absolutely no sense. These people do not live in the real world. And I wish I could tell you that I feel very optimistic about the future of the United States and New York State, but I, I really don't because I literally feel as though the most um, the, the most insane people in the world are in positions of power over the rest of us, and it's very disturbing. Yeah, and, and you know, that's long vision. 
But short vision, you know, let's just everyone be safe. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy your Christmas. And, you know, guess what, Tom? I listen to you every day, but let's hope to uh, whatever day do you profess to that we don't have to listen to you on Saturday. <laughs> All right. Thank thank you very much. Yes, that would be a mer- that would be a merciful uh, situation not having me. But, no, if, if, if the weather warrants it, I'll be here. It's uh, it's look. It's just it's part of the job. You get into a situation if the weather is super bad, it is not just a job, but it seriously is a duty because somebody's got to get information to you. And and sometimes it, this might sound really dorky, but sometimes it's nice to just turn on the radio and hear a familiar voice because there are a lot of people who might end up being alone on Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day because of the weather. So, again, it's uh, it's one of those things. Hey, I hope I don't have to work this weekend either. But if it warrants it, I'll, I'll be here. We'll certainly keep you posted. I don't know what the weather's going to do yet. Tim doesn't know what the weather's going to do. But let's just say that we both have our contingency plans in place. And, frankly, we've been working together long enough. I know what he's going to do. He knows what I'm going to do. So it's pretty easy. We can communicate to each other in grunts and get it worked out. In fact, we often do in grunts.